0: Just a bit of historical background before beginning chapter 6, we have four dominant powers in history, and they appear in pairs, according to Rashi. These four kingdoms, which are dominant at different times in history, are represented by the different chariots, which we will see in a moment. The bavel Kasdim pair, the Babylonians and the Kazdim ruled during the first temple. Paras Umadai, again, which we are f- familiar with from Megilat Esther, were the ruling power during Bayit Sheni, the second temple, followed by Yavan Mokdon, the Macedonians, who ruled during the time of the Chashmonaim, and then followed by Edom Ishmael. Edom, understood to be Rome, this representing the final period of history um, in which we have found ourselves. These pairs unite throughout history to overthrow the the Jewish people in Eretz Israel. And here, Zachariah is, of course, prophesying during the second temple, during the realm of Paras, Parasumadai. The two mountains, which he will speak about, mountains of copper, represent a surreal, not this worldly experience of mountains that are made out of copper, which actually symbolize strength. Chapter 6, we have Marat Kavot or the vision of the chariots. This chapter includes one whole vision, as opposed to other visions we saw in previous chapters, which were came in, in levels and stages. Here is described four chariots with four different types of horses, four different colors, coming out of two copper mountains. We're going to try to understand this vision based on both its simplistic understanding, or literal rather, understanding as well as the more... Um, Deeper understanding. So we begin. And I returned and lifted my eyes, says Zechariah, and saw, and behold, four chariots were coming forth from between the two mountains, and the mountains were mountains of copper. In the first chariot were red horses, and in the second chariot were black horses. And in the third chariot were white horses, and in the fourth chariot were spotted ash-colored horses. These four different colors of the horses represent the different directions where the The red horses, who are adom, represent east, as the sun reddens the sky at dawn. The black horses represent the safon, the north, which is darkened from the light of the sun. The white horses, the vanim, are representative of west, and the um, beach with the sand, that they cover. And Berudim refers to the south, like the color of the desert rocks, often described as an ash color. Alternatively, we could understand these four different colored horses as representative of the four different powers, geopolitical powers, that had come to play on the stage of history. Adom being Bavel, and Shachor representing Paras, Lavan representing Yavan, and Virudim Amutim, representing Rome or Edom. Adoni? And I raised my voice and said to the angel who spoke to me, What are these, my Lord? Ma'ele? Zechariah is asking, What is the significance of, of the chariots and their colors. It seems to Zechariah unclear whether these were a continuation of the very first vision, because the number of the, of the chariots and the colors of the horses are different. And the angel replied and said to me, These are the four corners of the heavens, coming forth from standing beside the Lord of the entire earth. The word mehityatzev refers to the Rukhot here being God's angels who were standing before God as all malachim do, as the pasuk in Tehillim describes to us, "Ose malachav God makes his angels into the winds, these four ruachot again could be understood alternatively as these four ruling powers. They rule during their time as Hashem grants them the power to do so. Asherba hasusim Hashkorim yotzim el eretz safon v'halevanim yatzu el acharehem v'habrudim yatzu el eretz ha'teman. The chariot of the black horses were going forth to the north and the white ones went after them and the spotted ones went forward to the south. Amotsim are referring to um, the ash-colored ones. They are representative of Rome, those that burned the temple. Vayivakshu means they were asking permission, as it were, to go throughout the world in all different directions in order to conquer it. Referring back a moment to the previous pasuk, pasuk Vav, which describes the north, the northern land refers to Paras Umadai, the Persian Empire and its neighbors. The Persian Empire, as we know, was going to take over from Babel, while the Greeks or the Levanim, as we said previously, were going to overtake the Persian Empire, and ultimately it was the Romans who were going to overtake the Greek Empire. The Ha'amutim, Yat'u, Vayevakshu, Ba'aretz, Vayomer, and the ash-colored ones went forth and begged to go to walk to and fro on the earth. And he said, God said, go walk to and fro on the earth. And so they did. The idea of halach, this word halakh is, re- is repeated in this particular verse three different times. It's in the form of lechu, hitalchu, batitalachna. And here that is three times said for emphasis. The last of the colored horses, those that are amutsim, representative of Rome, this empire will not be destroyed as quickly as the others. Vayaz'ek oti vayadaber elai lemur, re'eh hayotzim eretz safon, And he cried out to me, saying, Look, those going forth to the north have eased my spirit in the northland." land. The malach yells at Zachariah regarding those horses going to the north, as if to wake him up, as this was getting to the end of the night visions. And from this point on, Zachariah hears directly from God without the malach, in an awakened state Vahi Devar Adonai Elai Lemor and the word of God came to me saying Lakoach Meet Hagola Mecheldai Umeet Tovia UMeet Yedaya Uvata Ata Bayom Hahu Uvata Bet Yoshiya Ben Sefania Ashurbaumibel take from the exiles, from Cheldai from Tobiah, from Yedaya, and you yourself shall come on that day, and you shall come to the house of Yoshia, the son of Sephaniah, who have come from Babylon. So Zachariah is here asked to participate in this particular act with the treasures of the Mikdash. He's being asked to take the donations of gold for the crowns from the exiles, those who have returned. These families that are mentioned are the elder families who have returned from Babel, Chelday, Tovya, Yudaya. And it says twice, Uvata, this idea that there is emphasis here, it is a command, at that on that day, Bayom Hahu, the treasurers are to collect all the donations and they are to be Brought for the benefit of the building of the temple, the the Asita Atarot, Ben and you shall take silver and gold, and you shall make crowns and place them upon the head of Yehoshua Ben Yehoshadak, the high priest. The Samta, one of the crowns is going to be placed on Yehoshua ben Yehoshadak, the Kohen Gadol. The next two psukim, 12 and 13, regard the prophecy concerning the coming of the Tzemach, the shoot from Beit David, who will rule in Yerushalayim, and also regarding the reinstitution of the Kehuna, the priesthood for generations to come. And you shall speak to him, saying, So says Hashem Tzvakot, saying, Behold, a man whose name is the shoot, who will spring up out of his place and build the temple of the Lord. And he shall build the temple of Hashem and he shall bear glory and he shall sit and rule on his throne and the priest shall be on his throne and a council of peace shall be between them both. So the Tzemach here is referring to Ziru Bavel, the leader, Ziru Bavel's name means Semach Bavel, the offshoot from Umi Tachtav Yitzmach, his progeny, those who will come after him, will continue the building process. And Yisahod, in addition, he will become a king from Beit David and will rule. The Kohen Gadol will be established as well and be right there next to the king, and there will be shalom, there will be peace between these two institutions of kingship and priesthood, as there was peace between Zerubbabel and Yehoshua, the Kohen Gadol. And the crowns shall be for the elder families who have returned from Babel, as a memorial in the Temple of Hashem. And distant ones shall come and build in the Temple of Hashem, and you shall know that Hashem Sevakot sent me to you, and it shall come to pass if you hear and listen to the voice of God, your God. And so it will be that the crown on the head of Yahshua, the Kohen Gadol, will be assigned to the elders. When the Kohen Gadol will adorn the crown, they will be remembered before God, who will love them and have mercy on them. And those families who have brought the gold and silver, just like they did, so too there will be others, both Jews and non-Jews, will ultimately donate valuables to build the Hekal Hashem, to build the temple and make it beautiful. As it says in Chagai, Umeleti This house will be filled with tremendous splendor. Vidatem, this phrase appears again. And you will know, even though what had been prophesied before regarding Zerubbabel meaning that he would continue the building process, did not come true, these prophecies will come true on condition if in Shamu, Tishun, the,, if the generation will listen to the voice of God and be worthy of the promises being fulfilled.